What's going on, guys? And welcome back to another episode of the Listen Whilst You Step podcast. And we are back again. Apologies for a little bit of inconsistency with these. Uh, it has been a crazy uh, month, six weeks to say the least. Uh, I'm now back in Dubai. Last week we traveled. God, we went from Dubai to London, from London to Belfast, from Belfast to London, from London to Jersey, from Jersey to London, from London to Dubai. Uh, so we did one, two, three, four different countries, uh, places in a week, and it was just absolutely hectic. So uh, I can only apologize, and it's just been nuts. Uh, we've had so many new joiners to the team, clients absolutely crushing it, achieving some crazy results, and we welcome some absolute legends and rock stars to the team. But in today's podcast, it is going to be a belter. Now, if you turned around to me a year ago and told me that I would enjoy running, I literally would have laughed in your face because I was the guy who, hey, 5K was a long way. A 20-minute run, I was like, fuck that. Uh, I was a tennis player. I was a rugby player. I was a sportsman. Uh, I was always fit, always healthy, but I just hated running. Okay. And in this episode, we're just going to talk a little bit about like how to run like a fucking boss, basically. Okay. We're going to talk about kind of some of the things about why most people actually hate running, some of the simple uh, exercise science behind uh, running, how to set up you're running, how to work out your aerobic threshold and actually what your aerobic threshold is as well. And then we're also going to talk to you a little bit about how to actually progress your running so that you can go from maybe absolutely zero to running a marathon, running a sub five minute mile and all these different things. Because honestly, I used to hate it with a passion. I mean, uh, your freaking calves are on fire, your feet hurt, your lungs feel like they're about to fucking explode, your heart is beating out your chest. What is to enjoy? Okay, but the more that I've got into it, like honestly, running is such a staple, not only just in my training now, but actually my life. It is my form of meditation, like genuinely. Um, I know people always used to talk about runners high and I used to think, what the fuck? Uh, how can you have runners high when you're literally there? Like I said, gasping for air, heart beating out your chest, legs fucking feeling like they're about to fall off. What is enjoyable about that? But honestly, runner's high is a real thing. And we're going to talk to you a lot, uh, talk to you about why most people don't get that runner's high. There's a combination of a, a couple of different things. A lot of it is people don't actually do it for long enough. Like you get that runner's high and the feeling and the clarity and the mental headspace, uh, and the endorphins, the feel good feeling after and the energy and the productivity that comes from it as well. You get that after building a bit of a foundation of fitness. So yes, it's probably not going to be crazy, crazy enjoyable for the first three, four, five, six weeks, but some of the things we're going to talk about in this is going to make it more enjoyable. And trust me, once you build this base and this aerobic foundation and you start to see the runners high, quote unquote, it will become a massive part of you. Now, I hate meditation. It's too slow for me. Uh, for everyone who knows me, I'm super quick. I'm, I, I like to get shit done, okay? And meditation, sitting there fucking breathing and breath work and blah, 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 just doesn't do it for me. But running, uh, quite often I now run without headphones in. Um, and the monotony and the kind of repetitiveness of your feet turning over and listening to your breathing, I just get lost. Like when I was doing my marathon prep, there was a stage within marathon prep where my shortest run of the week, I was doing four runs a week. My shortest run of the week was 15 kilometers, which was like a, an hour and 10 minutes around an hour to an hour and 10 minutes. And I would literally do like two or three K and then all of a sudden, bang, I'd be like, 
where the f- two or three K and then all of a sudden disappear. I'd literally just zone out. I'd disappear and I'd look at my watch like, fuck me, I've done 13 K. Where did that go? Um, and it's down to being able to lose yourself. And I would just get lost in my own thoughts. And quite often these incredible ideas to do with business, to do with family, with relationships. And I solve these problems in my head due to just being able to completely zone out. And in a time and an age where we find it so difficult to actually switch off because we're constantly stimulated by phones, screens, TVs, people all the time, just having that ability to be able to step back and switch on to switch off um, is absolutely essential. But kind of moving into some of the stuff that like in common mistakes that we see when it comes to people's running is often people actually just run too fucking fast simple okay i was guilty of it as well every single time that i went for a run it was like right let's go fucking smash a pb let's get excited let's go run a 5k pb let's try and run a 10k pb how far can i get in 20 minutes and whenever you're trying to run fast you're trying to run further you're trying to do these things it's fucking difficult okay and when you're constantly pushing yourself to that extreme hey look i'm an all-in person and that's why i did it and all of my best clients they kind of do suffer with this all or nothing mentality they're either all in or no in and that will serve you incredibly well in certain areas of your life but it would also hold you back and hinder you in certain areas i'm running too fast if you're running maximum and your heart rate's 170 beats per minute of course it's going to suck And that's why you're not going to enjoy it because it's going to hurt. It's going to be painful. It's going to be difficult. And we're going to talk about how to control the intensity of your runs as we get through this kind of podcast. Um, Another mistake is just people not running, not warming up. Sorry. Again, I've been super guilty of this for such a long time. Banging my trainers on, headphones in. Fuck it. Off we go straight out the door. And uh, your heart rate is trying to control itself. It's up. It's down. You're out of breath. It hurts. You're not ready. And you're just not priming yourself to go and enjoy the run, to go and get the most out of the run, to actually fucking enjoy it quite simply, okay? Um, Another one is people run really rigid. They get tight, they tense their shoulders up and they shrug up like this, they brace everything and they're not relaxed and enjoying it, okay? The more that you can relax, you can let your shoulders down, you can relax, you can hold good posture. You will just enjoy it so more because you're not so tense, you're not wasting energy in other areas, okay? And then a big one, for people who are running and then they get a good momentum, they start to enjoy it and they just start to progress too quick. They're asking too much of themselves. They're setting themselves up to fail. They're progressing too quickly and they're not actually allowing their body to adapt to be able to progress and set themselves up for long-term success. We're going to talk about all of these points and how we can put things in place to be able to make sure we get the most from them. So just a very, very little bit of simple exercise science. I don't want to get too scientific on everyone. I want to just try and make this very, very simple. Okay. Now, if there's any coaches or anyone, someone listening, geeks listening, then I don't care. I'm breaking this down into the most simple terms that I possibly can for my clients and for the guys who listen to this podcast and listen to these trainings, who I think they will understand it and they can get the most value from it. So there's a load of different energy systems, but very, very simply, we have two kind of main areas. We have our aerobic energy system. And we have our anaerobic energy system. Our aerobic energy system is our slow and steady Okay, it's slow and steady, it's less intensity, it's slower, it's more moderate. Okay, aerobic is exercising with the consumption of oxygen. So we breathe in oxygen all the time. Okay, we need oxygen to live. So our muscles, when they contract, when they move us, when we squat, when we run, when we walk, those muscle contractions, they take energy. Energy comes from the oxygen, okay? Aerobic is basically working at a low enough intensity that whilst we're breathing in the oxygen, we're working at a low enough intensity that we can use that oxygen to keep us going. If you 
run, cycle, walk aerobically at a low intensity where you're working at a low enough intensity where you can use the oxygen that we're breathing in, you technically, as long as you fuel correctly in terms of your nutrition, your hydration, you could technically keep going forever. Technically, okay? Whether your head breaks down first or something, I do not know. But, okay, aerobic is with the use of oxygen. Anaerobically is your faster, high-intensity sprints, 100-meter sprint, 200-meter sprint, max effort, okay? It's anaerobic. It's without oxygen. Basically, you are working too hard, too fast, your muscles contracting too hard, too fast, too regularly, that you can't, we can't supply the muscles with enough oxygen to be able to keep going, which is why you cannot absolutely sprint balls to the wall for 10 minutes. It's short and sharp because basically we're run, running and moving so quickly that we use up all the oxygen that's stored within our muscles and then we can't supply it back to the muscles quick enough to be able to keep going. Okay. The goal when it comes to our running and our cardiovascular fitness is to build a base. Now, people always ask me why the aesthetic strength logo is a triangle, because everything we talk about is a training pyramid, it's a nutrition pyramid, it's a cardiovascular pyramid. Now it's all about building our base, okay? The, think about a big, strong, sustainable uh, pyramid. The bigger the base is, the wider, the stronger the base, the taller the pyramid is. Same with our nutrition, same with our training. I'm gonna do some future episodes on these pyramids and why they're so important to understand. But when it comes to our cardiovascular fitness, we're trying to build a strong, aerobic base, a strong base where we can get really efficient at using oxygen. Okay. The more, the stronger your base, the more efficient your body gets used to oxygen. So you can kind of just run a little bit quicker at that lower intensity where you don't end up going into your aerobic moving into, so you don't go into, sorry, the anaerobic, you don't cross over that barrier. Okay, from being able to use oxygen to not being able to use oxygen. So the goal is to build this aerobic low intensity base so that then we can become quicker and we can touch in the anaerobic at the top. Okay, so setting up your running. Now, there's three variables that I want to talk to you about here. Number one is frequency. Number two is intensity. And then number three, we'll kind of touch on later, but the kind of 80-20 principle as well. So frequency. Personally, you should just start off running once a week, okay? Set yourself up for success, okay? Set yourself up for success. If you can start running once a week and you can get that in every single week and you can do it consistently, you are going to build trust in yourself that when you say you're going to do something, you can follow through on it. Because remember what we've spoken about before, confidence is earned from you setting little micro goals and being able to follow through on it. When you can consistently do one a week, every week for five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 weeks, and you know that that's comfortable, I would really recommend progressing to two. If you can get two runs in per week, you are going to be absolutely fucking flying. Okay. You really, really are because frequency. If I asked you to run once a week for a year, that's 52 opportunities for you to get stronger, fitter, healthier, faster. If I ask you to run twice a week for a year, that's 104 opportunities for you to get stronger, fitter, faster, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Frequency is the number of times we train a muscle group, an energy system, whatever it might be. Practice makes perfect. 
Okay, so I would start with one. Once that feels comfortable, move to two. If that feels comfortable, move to three. Personally, depending on your goals, you probably don't need to run more than two, three times a week. If you're gonna run, for, go and do a marathon, that might be just a period of time where you go to three or four, but on a consistent basis, if you can get two in, you'll be absolutely awesome. But remember frequency, making sure that we train a muscle or an energy system multiple times per week on a consistent basis allows us to practice it and we get better. Intensity is that aerobic versus anaerobic. It's how hard we're working. Okay. Now, 80 20. Everything always follows the 80 20. 80% 80 of this, get 20% of this. And I want you to think about this when it comes to your running in terms of aerobic and anaerobic without oxygen, with oxygen. Aerobic is with oxygen, anaerobic is without oxygen. 80% of your runs should be done at a low intensity aerobically where you're running and being able to use the oxygen that you're breathing in only 20 percent of your runs a really really small proportion should be done anaerobically sprint work faster where you're working hard enough that you can't use that oxygen okay now what we want to do is we're going to use something called the mathotone method so once you've worked out you're going to run once a week twice a week to work out the, the mathotone method basically allows us to work out your aerobic threshold which is basically the line in which you cross over from aerobic to anaerobic, okay? So you cross over from working at a low intensity where you can use the oxygen. And if you cross over your aerobic threshold, it's where you're working too hard, you're working too fast, that you move into an anaerobic area, anaerobic zone, where you're working too hard and too fast, you can't use the oxygen. So if we can work out that threshold roughly, and we, when we're running the low intensity, we make sure we stay below that. The simplest and the easiest way that you can do this is if you take 180 minus your age. 180 minus your age. So if you're a 30 year old, okay, you're gonna do 180 minus 30 gives you 150. That is your aerobic threshold heart rate. Okay, so you can use a Garmin, a Fitbit, an Apple Watch, a MyZone, whatever it might be, something to track your heart rate. And when you're running aerobically, you're doing those slow, steady, endurance, controlled runs. We want to try and keep your average heart rate below that. There may be times in the run where it fluctuates up a little bit. Just slow down. Just slow down. If it means you have to go to a walk to bring it back down, that's fine. Okay, just think about trying to keep it below that aerobic threshold, which is 180 minus your age. Okay, remember 80% of our runs should be done underneath that. Okay, if you don't have a heart rate monitor or something like that, very, very simply, you should be able to hold some form of a conversation whilst running. I'm not talking like literally like a conversation like I'm having right now with myself. Okay, but you should be able to kind of string the odd sentence together with an, and then a deep breath. Okay, but you would be able to still have some form of a conversation with someone there. Okay, if it goes over this, you just make sure that you slow down. And another one is just think about relaxing because as your heart rate gets up and the round gets harder, lots of people tense up. Like I said, relax your shoulders, think floppy cheeks, blah, 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 blah. Okay. You look at any runner on TV, an elite runner, they've always got floppy cheeks. If you relax your face, it will relax everything else. Okay. And now in terms of how you want to progress this, okay, this might literally start at 10 minutes or one kilometer two kilometers in an aerobic place then you build that up in terms of how quickly you want to progress things is you never want to progress more than 10 to 20 percent per week so if you've run 10 kilometers in a whole week do not next week don't do more than 11 or 12 that's the maximum so if you've done two 5ks this week next week just do two five and a half k's or two six k's 
and just bite-sized manageable chunks that you can slowly build up over time, okay? If you do this consistently for 10, 12, four months, five months, six months, seven months, you get to the point where you're running 30, 40, 50 kilometers a week, your aerobic base, the base of your pyramid is gonna be so big, so strong. The fitness that you are gonna have is gonna be unbelievable. The energy that you're gonna have is unbelievable. The calories that you're gonna be burning is gonna be unbelievable. It's gonna allow you to maintain a leaner physique. It's gonna allow you to be fitter and push harder in the gym. It's gonna allow you to do whatever the fuck you want to do. Okay, but you have to follow these steps. You have to think about your intensity, uh, sorry, your frequency, running one time a week to start with, then maybe twice a week. Okay, if you can run twice a week, be smashing it. Think about intensity. How hard am I going to be running within these? 80% of my runs needs to be slow, needs to be in an aerobic place. 20%, I can push a little bit harder. How do you work out that aerobic threshold? We do 180 beats per minute, minus your age. Okay, so if I was 20 years old, it's 180 minus 20, it's 160. My easy runs, 80% of the time, I want to be keeping my heart rate below 160. Okay, after this, we track our weekly mileage or weekly time that we're running, mileage or time, and we only ever progress that 10 to 20% per week. Okay, ultimately, the kind of overall arching goal of all of this is to go slow, to go fast, and letting go of your ego and having to go and smoke all these long fucking crazy hard runs and thinking, hey, look at me, I ran 5k in this, yeah, what do you fucking do? But you're never going to progress anymore. Go slow to go far. Build that aerobic base. Build consistency. Turn up and get a run in. When you have a lower barrier of entry in terms of it's just an easy 20, 30, 40 minute run, guess what? Your consistency goes up because it's a lower barrier of entry. It doesn't, you don't have to drag yourself off the sofa going, holy fuck, I've got to do this today. This is going to be disgusting. Okay, so build consistency. Build your aerobic base. Make your body more efficient at using oxygen. Okay, this will give you more energy, more clarity, more productivity, more energy. Okay, and allow you just to ultimately improve your fucking life. Run 80% of your runs at that low intensity. 80%, 80-20, 80% below your aerobic threshold. Your aerobic threshold is 180 minus your age. Okay, guys, I hope this was useful, short, sharp, and informative. Uh, I used to hate running. It's now a massive part of my life, and I'm so thankful for it, and I'm super excited to continue to progress, continue to challenge myself, and kind of get myself out of my comfort zone. Guys, I'd be super interested to know. Drop it in the comments below. What has been your biggest takeaway from this? message me on Instagram, let me know. Okay. Also, if you're kind enough, please give this a share to your Instagram story and tag me at Simon Johnson Fitness. And if anybody is interested in becoming the fucking best version of yourself, building a strong body, unstoppable confidence and learning to live a fucking powerful lifestyle, just drop me a DM on Instagram saying I'm in. We can have a little bit of a talk about where you are right now, where you want to be and how we might be able to help you achieve your full potential. Guys, have an absolutely freaking incredible day and I'll speak to you next time.